0: Thank you Hello and welcome back to Pardon My Franchise, the podcast about
1: watching movie franchises. I'm Nora, I'm joined by Autumn. The Arne Thompson Uther Index, ATU Index, is a catalog of folktale types used in folklore studies. The ATU Index is the product of a series of revisions and expansions by an international group of scholars, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, the ATU Index, along with the Thompson's Motif Index of Folk Literature, parentheses 1932, with which it is used in tandem is an essential tool for folklorists. Yeah, this
0: is like academia has their own TV tropes. <laughs> you didn't know about this?
1: Um I think maybe you'd mentioned this to me before, but I didn't know anything about it. Um I was curious because people with degrees have their own TV tropes. With it's way less fun. <laughs> Uh, in folkloristics, Puss in Boots is classified as ATU 545B, uh, a subtype of ATU 545, the cat as helper. Folklorists Joseph Jacobs and Stiff Thompson point that Perrault's tale is the possible source of the cat helper story in later European folkloric traditions. Um. Anyway, this is a podcast about a film. Yeah, you... I just... I just realized I didn't really know anything about Puss in Boots, the fairy tale character. Um, I only know Puss in Boots from the Shrek franchise. Sure. Um, you know, it's not like when the gingerbread man shows up, I have a sort of like. That's I mean, a I've cultural been thinking thing. about
0: folklore recently because I was thinking about Greek myth. Yeah. Because I started playing Immortals Phoenix Rising. I was like. What's the deal with Greek mythology? Why is there such a Greek mythology fandom all of a sudden? Why is it that all of a sudden people are writing stories about these Greek mythological figures? Mm-hmm. And it's very popular. And then I was thinking about it more and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> people have been doing this for two and a half thousand years. Yeah. Maybe a little less than that. Um, It's because... There has always been a fandom around <laughs> Greek mythology. I don't know. This is what would... thousands of people have done for thousands of years. Nike is a shoe company, <laughs> like, and it
1: still is.
0: <laughs> but like, it's just a thing. Like, that is a, a source of inspiration for artists and you know people who think about these. yeah characters and it just has been for forever it's not a new thing it's not because everybody loved percy jackson
1: i you brought this up to me and i stupidly said oh i think it's just because percy jackson made it popular
0: well there's always been something in the in the recent time whether it's that or the clash of the titans remake or hades or um,
1: jason the argonauts um um, you know
0: all these things but then i was like wait a second that's kind of what yeah. all culture is.
1: Not all of culture.
0: All of our culture is based on like Greek
1: philosophy yeah. and Roman law. Yeah, that says something bad about us, probably. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about folklore recently? What? Ball has been playing a bunch of work. I really like that song. I don't know what that is. It's, a song, it's the fifth track from Taylor Swift's um, 2021 album, Folklore. 2021 or 2020? How pandemic was Folklore Nevermore?
0: It's 2021.
1: It's got to be 2021. It's got to be 2021.
0: It came out while we were in St. Louis.
1: Well, sure, but I've been living in St. Louis since 2018. I haven't. I lived in, I lived there three years. You lived there two And too? I, was,
0: I was working at yeah. the grocery store, so it would have had to have been mm.
1: 2020. all right yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Remember when you were a hero? For like a month, people were just like... Oh, grocery store workers are the real heroes. Uh, I remember, nothing I, other, I don't
0: remember being a hero.
1: Nothing ever came of that. <laughs> um, anyway, we're talking about a children's cartoon. <laughs> I got a little sidetracked there. Hello, everybody. This is the sixth.
0: Anyway, yeah, but, but yes, a lot of Western culture is built on mm, yeah. Greek like things and Roman things. And eventually british things Mm -hmm. that's just kind of the the weird you know there's other influences obviously but Mm -hmm. there's the reason that people still know zeus is because people have been talking about zeus for thousands of years sure and they just they just like that guy people love him or hate him or hate him or both they love to
1: hate people love to hate zeus he's a classic hateable guy I I feel like Hades, the video game being like, oh, actually the underworld is where all the cool stuff happens. That is a that is an idea that is centuries old, I'm sure.
0: Uh Zeus in Immortals Phoenix Rising is like, hey, we're all having a good time here. Yeah, I turned that lady into
1: a bug. It worked out. It, <laughs> it's insane watching you play that game. They've invented YA for video games in a big way. They didn't invent it. Well, no, I don't mean that game invented YA for video games. I mean that over the past however many years, like the tone of YA literature, um, PG thirteen is a like pervasive idea all through the culture, and that is a PG thirteen game. That is a YA game. Like I don't know. Sure. I'm not. I'm not quite putting the right words onto it. But what what are some other examples of YA video games? YA video games. Um. My mind did go to Hades. I don't think that's quite it, but it's like a, there there are like off screen sex scenes in Hades in a way that you wouldn't have in YA necessarily. Um. I remember when *The Fault in Their Stars* caused caused. Discourse, because there was a sex scene in
0: Or the other one also had a sex scene. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Baked Alaska? Yeah. Looking for Alaska? <laughs> no, Baked Alaska. <laughs> there is definitely the
1: same... That conversation came up around uh, Baked Alaska as well, but it was of such a different cultural moment that I don't think fit the same way. Um, is when, Horizon when it come, YA video Yes. Game. Yes. That is what I mean. Um... Horizon, um, that Eagle game that you picked up when... Um, oh, that's that was
0: barely anything.
1: Yeah. When we got the, the Xbox. Falconer, the, the Falconer. The Falconer. One of those. Is Journey one of these? No. No. Has Journey become one of these? Sea of
0: Solitude, maybe?
1: Sea of Solitude. Sea of Thieves? Sea- no. No, no. No. That no, doesn't no,
0: have a no. narrative, to my knowledge. No. Although it does have Johnny Depp in it.
1: I'm drinking some green tea, by the way. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, at the Sorry. very
0: least, it has Jack Sparrow in it. I don't yeah. know if it has Jack I
1: doubt that it has Johnny Depp in it.
0: If I were Johnny Depp, I wouldn't show up for that. No. No. You will die. <laughs> yes, if I was Johnny Depp, that's what I would do. <laughs> uh, I don't have any other examples. Of I, this I can't phenomenon.
1: think of uh, other examples, so we shouldn't belabor the point, I guess.
0: I guess it's fall in order.
1: I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> Um, I think of Star Wars as so, Star Wars is so adjacent to YA, but is also its own cultural force, you know?
0: Star Wars is meant to be YA 70s. Yes. But it's now YA... uh, 20s. 2020s, yeah. But but for the 30s, Mm. for the 30-year-olds.
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, YA is so often for the 30-year-olds. Mm-hmm. I saw... I saw...
0: Does that make sense, the thing that I said?
1: Yeah, totally. It's yeah. supposed to be for 10-year-olds. Right. For children. Yeah. But it's...
0: Unfortunately, it's now for teens in a way that's not good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I saw somebody today with a t-shirt that in the Ninja Turtles uh, logo design said, Actually, I'm in my 30s. Um, and basically everybody at work, myself included, was like, oh, that t-shirt's so good. I love that. Um, and then I just thought about myself as a person who's like, I recognize joke on your shirt.
0: (laughs) I recognize property. Yeah.
1: Um, I am
0: interested in that Turtles movie though.
1: I do. That Turtles movie looks really good. I feel like that's the third time we've brought up that Turtles movie. We might
0: watch Turtle movies on this podcast.
1: Ooh, I was literally. There's at
0: least five. There's the three old ones with the
1: weird puppet heads. There's three of those son-bitches.
0: then there was the animated movie, and uh, then there was the two... uh, What's his name? His name's not Johnny Depp. What's his
1: name? uh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. You can understand why I... Yeah, no, I... I'm not saying this as a reflection on the character of either man. I don't want to get in any legal trouble for saying this. I just think that Michael Bay is like the director version of Johnny Depp in some ways. I don't know
0: about that, but they have the same cadence to their names.
1: <laughs> I guess that's true.
0: This MF named Baxter Stockman.
1: Comics, television series, films. Okay. We've got TMNT 1990. I would have guessed that was 88.
0: We will talk about Puss in Boots, The Last
1: Wish, in a moment. We will. I promise. The, this movie's really good, by the way. You might, you might be listening to this and thinking they haven't talked about Puss in Boots even once and thinking we hated the movie. I gave this movie five stars on Letterboxd, I think.
0: Usually when we start and we don't talk about the movie, it means it's not very good. Didn't we do this with Highlander 3? We might have done this with Highlander 3. Highlander 3 is the worst movie I've you ever, ever seen. You ever think about how bad Highlander 3 is? How much we've suffered for our art. Would you rather watch Highlander 3 or Diary of the Dead? Diary of the I might Dead. watch Diary of the <laughs> Dead. I
1: don't know. Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 1990. Director Steve Barron. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles secret of the... 2, colon, Secret of the Ooze. The Secret of the Ooze. I want to say these right. I literally I literally today T- thought about watching Secret of the Ooze for fun. Um, TMNT uh, 3. and You're I- the first
0: person in 30 years to think that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in 1993, directed by Stuart Gillard. TMNT, which is the animated movie that yes. I... Think, I always
0: wanted to see when I was a kid, but never got around to.
1: I think it looks really bad. I think I didn't watch this because of uh, ideological reasons at the time. <clears throat>
0: uh, and we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Michael Bay, then Out of the Shadows, the sequel, two years later. That movie's good. I watched that this year. That movie's good. And then we have Mutant Mayhem...
1: Later this year. So we'll we'll do Turtles later.
0: Yeah. Do a Turtleverse.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm very excited for Mutant Mayhem. I'm going to watch that probably before we do it for the podcast. Oh, probably. If we do a TMNT season, that'll be by far the most movies I've already seen. Sure. In a franchise. I haven't seen the Ninja
0: Turtle movies, but I've definitely seen, at the very least, the Nostalgia Critic videos of them.
1: I've seen the first two. I've also seen the first two. Well, uh-huh. you know what I'm trying to say. I feel like that made sense. What I meant to say was that I watched the 1990 and 1991 films, and then I watched the 2014 and 2016 films. Okay. Well, there's not a. It's it, I always thought there was going to be another one of these, and I guess it just petered out. Another one of the Michael Bay ones. I guess Michael Bay didn't direct either of those movies.
0: No, he's the producer.
1: But I remember Out of the Shadows being way better than the first one. Um, Based mostly on me choosing to rewatch one and not the other this year.
0: How do we feel about Puss in Boots?
1: This movie's fantastic. I think I might have given it four stars. I think I said five. I think I gave it four. But it's like, I don't do half stars, but this is a perfect four and a half star movie. This movie's fantastic. We here
0: on this podcast... I have a strong fondness for adventure movies. Yes. Which is a form of movie that is not as in vogue right now, Mm -hmm.
1: necessarily. Um, I love when there's a hero who goes on a quest. There's some, like, well-defined locations, little set pieces that happen. I guess this is more of a quest than, like, just an adventure thing.
0: But, you know... I feel like you look at something like a Marvel movie and they don't generally seem to have the same vibe as, well, like, well, an
1: adventure movie.
0: The, like, Pirates of the Caribbean is an adventure movie. The stakes...
1: The stakes to any given Marvel movie is the fate of the universe, the fate of the multiverse, the fate of the timeline. Um, And the stakes of the Puss in Boots movie are, you know... Is puss? <laughs> I I said it in a weird way. You can way. say
0: Antonio Banderas if it makes you more comfortable.
1: No, 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 no! It just came out of my mouth wrong that time. The stakes of 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 the puss came out of your mouth wrong.
0: How is it supposed to? That is that is wrong.
1: <laughs> it shouldn't sound like that. The stakes of the last wish are Wilpuss like get over the fear he is feeling um, and save the day, not save the world. Well, it's kind of save the world because he- it's like it's like. It's like, oh yeah, I guess John Mulaney is gonna blow the world up if <laughs> if you let him. But and like, well, he's gonna take all the magic for himself, and who knows what that means? No, I I don't think you b- believe at any moment, at any second of this film, that uh, John Mulaney actually gonna win. So the stakes are not. Oh, is Puss gonna like save the world? It's like, is like, will Puss get over himself?
0: Evidenced by the fact that. Like, the big climax is death, Uh huh. and then they kind of sort out yeah. John Mulaney after that. Yes. They yes. kind of, like, put him into a box, and There's... then they have their emotional climax, and then they have John Mulaney come back out of the box, and they deal with that situation real quick. Should I summarize the, the movie, movie a little bit? No. Okay. Okay. Puss in Boots. He wants to go find a wish. He has to reconnect with Kitty Softpaws and his new uh like mascot character dog Perito who is a therapy dog. Yeah. Aspiring yeah. therapy dog. Um they go on an adventure. Turns out that Puss and Kitty were going to get married, and then neither of them showed up. But there's, they just talk about it. They talk it out. And uh, on the way to the adventure, they uh, work out their relationship. Also, uh, Puss is being stalked by literally death. Yeah. He's got little size,
1: And he wants to get the wish so he can wish himself nine more lives. But in the end, he realizes that nine more lives wouldn't be as good as one life spent with you, uh, Kitty Softpaws.
0: And so the the romance. Yeah. They get together. He, like, chills out. He gets over himself. And they head out to visit the kingdom of
1: Far, Far Away. Yeah, that's a weird thing at the end of this movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're going to go hang out with Shrek again.
0: <laughs> Shrek does appear in one frame of this movie. I don't yeah. remember why. I think it's in the montage of lives okay. or something. Can we
1: talk about the thing? Can we talk about the anxiety attack thing? I, it's fine. So okay, if you're if you're not in the know, if you if you have gotten off Twitter, God bless you. Um, we're still on it, um, and there was a pretty cringe tweet going around about <clears throat> "Puss in Boots" is the best representation of what it is like to have an anxiety attack in media, um, and somebody posting a clip of an anxiety attack that happens in this movie. It is a motif, I would say, of Puss's... There's a real strong rhythm to this movie of big set piece, character conversation, big set piece, character conversation. Puss has an anxiety attack, (laughs) you know, Um, like the things just kind of keep happening and happening and escalating until you get to the end. Um, And that 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 tweet made me think this movie was going to be really bad. (laughs)
0: Which, of course, it wasn't. Of course, it was just somebody taking a detail and saying that it meant something
1: personally to them, and then it blew up on Twitter. Yes. It it was obvious. In hindsight, it is obvious that somebody was just trying to say, I really like this movie. I felt very enthusiastic about it. Uh, And then people like me went on Twitter and be like, how dare you like a thing, stupid? (laughs) Um, I did see that tweet today that
0: was like, um actually animation is art posts four pictures of most of the most recently released children's cartoons. First reply, um actually anime is art posts four images of uh the most recent cartoons for teenagers. I... As like a rebuttal. <laughs> no,
1: I literally yesterday an artist I follow on Twitter retweeted something um that I found cringe where someone was saying, um uh, uh, Dezaki, um, the anime director of the 70s who did like Aim for the Ace and "Rosa of Versailles um, and some other stuff, a lot of other stuff. Uh, was like, I've heard of those. Yeah. Um, someone someone just was tweeting a, some screen screen caps of Dezaki anime and was like, Dezaki elevated, elevated the, um, you know, industry of animation into true art or something. And it's just like, people have just been like, People have been like this about animation as long as I've been alive, at least, you know? <laughs> people will get, you know, hyper into whatever. But the thing is that as cringe as I might find those people, as much fun as I might poke about at those people, they were right about this one. This movie is literally... I, I mean, you went through a period where you had to yes. watch
0: every modern animated film as it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, for like three years. Well
1: more than that, I think.
0: Um so, because you were dating somebody like this. And that's a yes. different experience than yes. being like, oh yeah, I'm gonna watch that turtle movie.
1: Well, here's the other thing, right? Um I I watched a video and I wish I could I think it was like a Vox video, um which is very cringe of me to admit that I was watching a Vox Media video, but here I was. It's Um,
0: still around, apparently. (laughs)
1: Um, Thought it had gone the way of Vice. um, (laughs) I mean, Vice Media, I assume, is to maybe.
0: I think they're bankrupt. I think they're gone, gone.
1: Oh, all. uh,
0: That's my understanding from the from remap was that Vice is gone, or
1: or on its way out. I haven't listened to the remap stuff yet. I maybe I'm. I felt too fucking sad to. Uh, in May 2023, Vi- Vice filed for Chapter 11 bank- bankruptcy. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So. So, anyway, um, yeah, we were talking about, what the hell were we talking about? We were talking. We
0: we're just talking about animation, mostly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this I- episode has broadly been
0: about us talking about things people get weirdly into, whether that is animation or Greek mythology. Uh, I haven't have- seen anybody post anything else about this movie
1: though the thing is that i i I do legitimately think uh, oh this video i watched from from vox put just put the thing i was thinking into nice little vocabulary words and so i'll cite that you know source because it was like i had been thinking this but i couldn't put it into words there was the pixar style for a very long time that was like you would have photo you know you would have realistic like scenes, environments, settings, and then like cartoon characters, you know. And so you would have like lovingly rendered like texture on a hair and like you know fibers on clothing um, and cartoon faces. And then um, Spider Verse was this you know big shakeup of not all animated movies have to be that way. Spider-Verse was a pretty big success. Um, And you watch this movie and you're like, holy shit, we can have a different aesthetic now. And maybe maybe in five years, I'm going to be like, I'm tired of every animated movie looking like Spider-Verse. But right now in 2023, when we're just finally getting like, because of the pandemic, like movies that are influenced by Spider-Verse, it's like a breath of fresh air. And it feels like, It feels like 3D animation in America is any more like. Can do a little more creative things that I'm interested in in a way that they just haven't since I was a child.
0: I just like the way that it shifts into a different animation style. Mm -hmm. Everything gains a different way of moving when it becomes an action set
1: piece. I think that's really fun. They sort of float back and forth between. The more conventional style for, like, like, there's a musical number at the start, uh, which is a, a little too hokey for me, maybe. Um, what do you mean? It, it's Puss in Boots singing about how he's everybody's favorite fearless, fearless hero, which, uh, okay. Which he is. Here's the thing about that scene. For me, as a viewer who is 27 years old, I'm watching it and being like, oh, this is like in Lego Movie at the start when they sing Everything is Awesome um, so that you can then undermine the the big happy song they sing at the end, but then you can return to the big happy song they sing at the end end, you know? I, I said that sentence wrong, and it didn't... I, I said at the end when I didn't mean to, and then I fucked up are the whole sentence. Are you
0: saying that the phenomenon you are witnessing is that a character is happy at the beginning of the story and happier at the end of the story, but in between they become sad for a while. Is that what you're describing? Because I think that's a three-act structure.
1: (laughs) Yes, but that sentence got away from me. What I was trying to express was, the song is like, is the shorthand for that that is very common right now. Ever since, at least everything is awesome. Probably there was something that you know. I mean, many Disney movies. Many start Disney with an movies. I want song. Yeah, uh, this isn't quite an "I Want" song. It's like a "My Status Quo Is Great" song.
0: And I have no problems.
1: Yeah, which is a, is a slight twist on the "I Want." Um. Why I. I I cannot make a single fucking point on. Uh, because we keep. I wanted to talk about Spider Verse. Okay, talk
0: about Spider Verse.
1: No, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to talk about Spider Verse. I want to talk about Spider Verse's influence on this movie. This, this movie is able to shift gears from how DreamWorks movies have typically looked over the years in that musical number or in, um, you know, there's like. Scenes of just, like, Puss and Kitty having a conversation, Puss and Perito having a conversation, um, like, those are done more in, um, the traditional DreamWorks style with maybe a little visual flair. And then, in the big set piece moments, of which there are many in this movie, and that is a big plus, there are lots of short action scenes, not, you know, an hour-long belabored, uh... Fight at the end of the movie. Um, I'm
0: starting to think you don't like Marvel movies. I'm just that. kind of a little inkling. I don't know starting what makes you say. I don't. Out, I don't you know. know what makes you say that. Just got a feeling you're like nearly not fond of a very specific type of uh,
1: blockbuster. Yeah. Um, in those scenes, in those set pieces, um, the animation does get a little more like does get a little more like Spider Versey, for lack of a better term.
0: Some of it is kind of Spider Versey. Some of it is like. Tr- looks a little shounen-y.
1: Looks a little Trigger.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely see some Trigger in, like, the... Some of the... the mo- when the motion gets a little choppy.
1: Yeah. That sort of animation thing, that does feel very Trigger. The thing that made me think of Trigger is the bit at the end with, like, the the motion lines coming off, and Death is, like, dragging his scythes along the ground and charging, and the the camera... Like moves around, yeah. Death, and like he kind of stretches and gets a little off model, but not really off model. Man,
0: I miss Killer Kill. That show was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. But yeah, there's a handful of things that have come out in the last few years that uh, look pretty inspired by. Spider-Verse. There was that thing on Netflix that shared a color palette and a a couple animation things. That That was
1: not super interesting to me. Except
0: It was interesting to me, but I never found it again. I couldn't remember what it was.
1: Yeah, It looked kind of interesting (laughs) to me. I guess the thing that interested me most about that movie was that it was like seemingly not a movie directed at children. Really? Yeah. It it seemed like it was just a, a... It
0: was a series.
1: Oh, it was a series? It was like a serial at least. Okay. I didn't realize that.
0: I believe that was the case. Um, But yeah, like, with this and definitely the Ninja Turtles. Definitely Ninja Turtles. There's like a little bit of a... Blocky color, blocky shape, sort of. Mm. Pixar characters and like some DreamWorks characters were so round. Yes. And there's like more of a flat square vibe going on. More of like a... Oh, this <coughs> this is like a comic character. This is like a yes. a cartoon character, not like a model. A,
1: there is there was another there was another cringy tweet that was like saying, Oh, new Spider-Verse movie is like it's more than cinema. It is a perfect blend of like comics as a medium and cinema as a medium. Um, And it's like it—it's cringy because like I simply don't think that the second Spider-Man movie and the fifth Spider-Man movie series is like revolutionizing cinema. But I do understand the sentiment of like, wow, this is really new and unique. The the ways in which these movies are taking influences from comic books. Did
0: you toss out five or are you counting Venom as a Spider-Man?
1: I don't. I just tossed out five, but like, because it's rainy. Okay. Toby, to- Andrew... Tro- Toby, Andy... <laughs> yeah, Toby, Andy, Tommy... Yeah. Uh, Venom. Tommy. That's four. Tommy? Tom, Tom Holland, Tom Hardy.
0: Tom Hardy is not Spider-Man.
1: Well, yeah, right? but that's the main character. That's okay. the actor. Eddie. His name and is then, Eddie. <laughs> and then Spider-Verse. So, yeah, there's been five Spider-Man movie franchises that have happened... Since I was six years old. <laughs> yeah.
0: I wasn't sure if you were counting Venom because it was I just not, threw that number out, but Spider I did Man I did hit it. it
1: on the money somehow.
0: <laughs> um, that's too many. It's too many. There should have been that many movies in that time. Five Spider-Man movies in that time? Why do you need more than that? Okay. <laughs> How many Star Wars movies happened in the 80s? Well... yeah okay
1: you know what you know what (laughs) two is the answer to that (laughs) but yeah i was like what are you talking about obviously there should be more than five spider-man movies in 25 years and then i'm like "Mm, does there need to be does there need to be
0: i don't think any given superhero needs more than one movie per four years and i mean that with crossovers as well (laughs) that's rough buddy Um, (laughs) Is there any Can you make any case against that How like
1: I don't know Think about the
0: gap between Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises I want to go back Oh
1: man that's like 5 years It's like 8 to 12 right I thought it was 2007 to 2012 But I think you're right I think it is 2012 Well Batman Begins is 2003 That might be 2004 I think it's 3 Whatever, I'm not. Googling I think it's three
0: eight one.
1: twelve. That's crazy.
0: That's Batman to me. No, <laughs> like when I think no, of Batman, think... that's bat. That's my default Batman to me.
1: I was joking with our friends yesterday, uh, as no, you are wont to do. Not yesterday, a couple days ago, about how. Um, I periodize most of my life by who is in office. Um, a lot of people do this, I believe. And I think... Gaming in the Clinton years. I can't... I don't think that Batman Begins is 2003, because I think it's a... I think they're both second Bush movies. And I didn't want to Google it until now. What does it say? Oh! 2005. So they are both second Bush movies. Huh. Just barely. It's a squeaker, but...
0: I don't like that sound. I don't like the sound of any of that. I'm surprised. I really thought it was earlier than that. Well, the, the,
1: both of these movies are so post 9-11. You know.
0: what? What is Dark Knight Rises?
1: <laughs> Dare I Dark, ask? Dark, Dark Knight Rises is like, not quite at Batman v Superman levels of cope when it comes to 9-11, but it's like, rivaling. <laughs>
0: No, it's not. It's not about nine eleven. It's about two thousand eight. Well, what happened in two thousand eight? What happened in two thousand eight? With the economy. And... Oh, <laughs> I I think about two thousand eight, and I'm like, I don't know. My mom got cancer. <laughs> but the, Bane in that movie is like doing occupy shit, right? Yes, yes. In in, in name, at least.
1: Sort of, yeah.
0: He's a, it's a little too.
1: It's a little cutting it close because I think, I think Occupy is like twenty eleven, and so I. Th- but I oh. I don't think you're wrong. Eh. We can also Google this. Occupy Wall Street. Tell me where is David Gray before I much desire to speak with him. <laughs> Dead. Uh, yeah, it's late twenty eleven. Late twenty eleven. So uh, I mean, that doesn't mean it wasn't in the water. Right. Yeah. No. You, you know. Um. I don't think that. Uh. Christopher Nolan is some great soothsayer for... You know.
0: Um, Man, the... I was listening to Sad Boys and they mentioned Metal Gear Solid 2. And they did (laughs) say, like, oh, man, it's so prophetic about the way things are shaking out. I... You know what? Okay, that's...
1: That's cringe. It's always
0: been cringe. It's cringe. Like, it's not like people weren't writing the same things in other places at the same time.
1: But... I can stomach it with Metal Gear Solid 2 so much better than I can stomach it when people say it about Death Stranding. <laughs> that <laughs> was in the same conversation. They, did, they when, did say, what is Kojima
0: on that he's like getting these messages from the future? <laughs> I, I get, when
1: people say it about Death Stranding, I just... I struggle.
0: Oh, it came out a year before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's about a divided America. Mm-hmm. There's never not been a divided America.
1: Yeah. Um... Uh, what the hell? The thing I worry about with this style of movie in Puss in Boots is that in five years I'm gonna be like, God, can y'all get a different movie to rip off other than Spider Verse? Because the thing that's it's exciting right now because it it is different from most of the other stuff that has been coming out. Do you for think the past. Pixar is going to do one of these
0: when they have their own tested and. Right. Sturdy. Art. Like, look at
1: Elemental. They're not, they're certainly not pulling on
0: Yeah, anything like that.
1: Yeah. And so <laughs> that's the thing I worry about is it's like, it, I don't even expect this to become the dominant style for American 3D animated movies, but if this trend continues, I can see how this gets stagnant because I see how Hollywood executives are like, don't take this as you need to be inventive and creative and change up your style and do all sorts of different things. I see. I imagine Hollywood executives would be like, "You need to make it look like Spider Verse," you know.
0: And that's fine if that's where you want to
1: start. Yeah, that's fine for Puss and Boots because Puss and Boots, like, because of the pandemic, this is like the third movie that's come out that was influenced by Spider Verse's style. You know, there's like
0: but also like it doesn't really is. If this style continues, it will not be the Spider-Verse style. Mm-hmm. It will just be a style that developed. Yes. And it is taking... Like, the style we're talking about is taking cues from a lot of different things.
1: Yeah. This... this
0: I'm this, not an animation guy. I can't tell you all of the reference points and, like, all the movements
1: that are coming together to make this uh-huh. particular look. But, like... But I can know. tell you, you know, I can tell you the most basic stuff that, like... Spider-verse is very comic books and this has comic books but this feels more influenced by anime but also the big monster at the beginning runs at the camera like an evangelion yeah that yeah like uh, this feels more this feels like this feels like uh, an executive said I want a spider-verse but he didn't know he hired a bunch of anime weirdos and so <laughs> i don't know uh but the movie's good the movie's Outside very good how it looks Yes. Yes. It's That's just
0: what... a quick, breezy, basic story. Characters come into conflicts due to their traits. They talk it out. There's like some miscommunication, but then they settle it. And eventually, at the end of the movie, everybody gets their wish. Yes. Without needing to use any other magic.
1: Yes. The 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 it's like, I guess the thing that makes the movie so good is not just the style, it's that it's, like, just competently written, which so few movies are now, where you just have a script that's, like, this character starts here, ends here, you know? The romance
0: was just very fun. It was very endearing.
1: Yeah, and Selma Hayek and Antonio Banderas have really good chemistry, um, and they make the right choice for those actors, which is to let them be adults, you know? Um, Yeah, they're not
0: kids in this movie. It is a kids movie, but the characters are not
1: themselves children. Yes. um, Yeah, exactly. I couldn't have said it better. I was going to add to it, but you just hit the nail on the head. Um, And, like, you know, there's lots of funny stuff. There's lots of jokes. I didn't ever get the feeling that DreamWorks movies so often give me, which is that, like, the jokes are distracting from... The story that's happening, I felt like they're just there to be additive, not like someone needs to make a child laugh every six seconds or they'll turn off the movie. You know,
0: I, uh, I was just checking and uh, Antonio Banderas does not reprise his role in the TV show.
1: Yeah, I could have told you that. I don't know. <laughs> we watched about two minutes of that TV show. It was
0: it did not inspire confidence on first glance.
1: It was it was giving um, Barnyard Back to the Barn. Ooh, it was giving uh, uh, Penguins of Madagascar. Was it giving Tack and the Power of Juju? It was giving Tack and the Power of Juju. I wish was giving more Tack and the Power of Juju. Racism? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what a weird thing that existed for two seconds in the 2000s.
1: I think about that and I think about tie that. Uh, Tasmanian Tiger. Oh, sure. The Boomerang Blinks game? the
0: Time Sweeper.
1: Blinks the Time Sweeper. Classic. Not a classic. Not a classic. None of <laughs> these are classic. <laughs> um,
0: Tack's certainly not a classic, but, certainly but not somehow a... got pushed. They really pushed Tack along with, like, he was supposed to be, like, the next Spyro tier. There's
1: there's something, um, something Cameron Kunzelman said on some podcast somewhere that always sticks in my head about, like, you know, um... Most of the things that like we think of as important cultural objects since the '80s are we think of that way because we were marketed to be told they were that. Attack of the Power of Juju sort of reminds me of that phrase of like Attack of the Power of Juju is not an important cultural object, but it was marketed such that I think that it matters. There was that time that Crash
0: Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon traded games, are those games because are... people cared about both of those characters at yes. the same time. Yes, one of those characters is still beloved. I was
1: people. It's it's Spyro. People still like Spyro. No, people still like Crash Bandicoot. People still like Spyro. They've only made one good Spyro game ever. I don't think that's true. And then Skylanders happened, and that's like its own weird thing. Man. Skylanders!
0: We don't need to get into Skylanders. Someday, I want to do a Skylanders LP. That would be fun.
1: Spyro. I'm shouting. I'm sorry. I'm shouting, everybody. Spyro is to Skylanders. As Rayman is to Rapids, yes, <laughs> and that everybody forgets that that started as like no people don't forget. People were mad. People were mad that Skylanders stopped being about Spyro. Yeah. Oh, people were mad that Spyro stopped being in games. People, people were, did not care that Rayman stopped appearing in the Rapids. No, games. no one cared. No one cared. They made two Rayman reboots, and no one cared. No one cared. People said they made they cared... a Rabbids TV show. It did make, you know, that is also a little barnyard back to the What barn. about
0: Madaga- Penguins of Madagascar? <laughs> I did mention that one. I said oh, okay. that one already, yeah.
1: <coughs> Penguins of Madagascar was my favorite of these shows.
0: I did watch some Penguins of Madagascar, but, again, much like Kung Fu Panda, prim- Oh, man,
1: I forgot there was a Kung Fu Panda one of these.
0: Primarily, I saw it in German. Oh, I, um... That's the time period. It was It was 2012 that I saw it. That was when it was on the air.
1: I have such vivid memories of Penguins of Madagascar just being, like, on every day when I got home from school for, like... I don't know. I was, you know, of an age where it felt like it had been my entire life. Penguins of Madagascar was on. In my head, when I think of the
0: penguin, I think of him in German first. And then I remember his English name. Guess what?
1: I've never fucking seen Madagascar. Oh, you've never seen I've saw I saw Madagascar, never saw any of the sequels. I think I think it's funny because of Madagascar and because of Night at the Museum, I just don't like Ben Stiller. Oh. But know. then but then like enough time has passed that you lots of people are like, Ben Stiller, I really liked Ben Stiller back in the day. Who's the character? Who's the
0: character? Who's the actor that I meant saw in something that I said no? I'm out.
1: Will Ferrell. Will
0: Ferrell. You, you, you and I have I'm a similar. Completely out on Will. Fer- I will not watch a movie if Will Ferrell is in it.
1: You and I have a similar distaste for Will Ferrell. I think. I somebody I...
0: had to watch Elf too many times. It was me. I didn't.
1: I had to watch Elf many times. I did not have to watch <laughs> Elf as many times as you did. You were, you were really going through. Yeah, that.
0: it was a yearly thing at uh... minimum.
1: Yeah, it was it was a yearly thing at maximum for me. Um
0: Which I think is also kind
1: of our upbringings related
0: to um going to church for Christmas. Yes. Also. <laughs> yes. Um Yes.
1: <laughs> um I I I the one you could convince me, you could be like, Hey, do you want to watch Talladega Nights? And I'd be like Alright, fine. If we have to do a Will Ferrell movie, I'll do the one where he says the funny baby Jesus thing, and I, I think there's a gay h- character. I've never seen it. Uh, that's the one I can tolerate. That's all I know is
0: that when people would t- post about, oh, the PS3 finally has a game, it would be a picture of the DVD of uh, Talladega Nights.
1: Let me let me pull up this son of a bitch's Wikipedia page. Let me get a filmography on this.
0: Pussy Boots The Last Wish is good. You can watch it
1: um, if you want. I almost typed in
0: Wish Barrel. You should watch it because uh, it's it's a good little good little film, uh, and it's uh, you know I I long for a world in which
1: uh, I'd complain so much less if more movies were like Puss in Boots.
0: I wish the Puss in Boots was like the floor.
1: Yeah, I wish the Puss in <laughs> Boots was like the floor because I don't think that Puss in Boots is like an all time classic of cinema. I just think that it's like a really enjoyable movie. And also... It's also just hitting for us in a particular way right now. Yes. Like, its competition is, like, Sonic 2, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Like, these are the other things, like, in its... Highlander 6, the source. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the other... Um, Okay. Will Ferrell... Uh, I don't I don't know a Night at the Roxbury That's the movie that the bros I used to
0: work with at Toys R Us Always wanted me to watch They said it was so funny and good
1: Okay, so Zoolander is a Ben Stiller movie I haven't seen it I haven't seen Zoolander But the thing I was going to say is that I feel like people are like "Oh, Zoolander, I love Ben Stiller And I'm like, I never saw that So I just associate him with Night at the Museum
0: Night at the Museum I really liked Night at the Museum when I was a kid
1: Okay, I think Elf is like the first Will Ferrell movie It looks like Yeah Probably. It looks like this is the first Will Ferrell vehicle. Yeah. Then Anchorman. I've never seen um, Anchorman, but I know every single joke from Anchorman, and I would like to never watch Anchorman if I can. Help I it.
0: have seen Anchorman. It was not. It didn't really live up to its own.
1: Bewitched, I think, was fine. Uh, kicking and screaming is terrible. Stranger than fiction is terrible. Talladega Nights is fine. He was in a Curious George movie, oh, I guess. But
0: it's, it's an animated movie, so it, you don't have to look at him. Do, yeah. do the faces and stuff. Blades
1: of Glory is fucking awful.
0: Oh, I bet. It looks terrible. It's The I've, next one you're about to tell us about
1: also looks bad. I have not seen Semi-Pro, but I assume it's terrible. Um, did
0: Did Will Ferrell just do sex comedies for like five years and call it a day?
1: I guess so. Good Nights. <laughs> Stepbrothers? I've seen... Look me at look, look me in the eye right now. Yeah. Step Brothers is one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> Step Brothers is so bad. Okay. It's got that other guy I don't like seeing in movies. John C. Riley's fine. John C. Riley's fine. Now I, this is fucked up. Land of the Lost. I don't know this. It's
0: based on a uh like seventies TV show that I've I've thought about like watching.
1: Everything must go. I don't know it. Looks like he tried to do a dramatic turn, maybe. The other guy's terrible. Megamind. mind. He is fucking terrible. He has no bitches. The campaign. I don't know it. I don't want to know it. Anchorman 2. Okay, remember how I said I've never seen Anchorman? Yeah. Ask me how many times I've seen Anchorman 2. How many times have you seen like Anchorman 2? Like Seven. I've seen Anchorman 2 That's so weird My roommate My freshman year roommate Who I mentioned Who
0: this, uh, Is this the pro gamer Or the vodka This is vodka guy Okay And this
1: is um, This is the guy Who wanted to be a lawyer So we watched every season Of Suits Three times Why did he think That would help <laughs> The premise of that show
0: is that the guy who is a lawyer doesn't have a law degree. That's what that movie, that's what that show is about. He's pretending to, is this what his plan is? To pretend to have a law degree? I mean, he did flunk out of college, so maybe. He's not, he's not welcome. He's not a character.
1: The Lego movie. Anyway, that guy watched, he had a brief phase where he watched anchorman 2 every day for like a week and he did this with wolf of wall street uh the lego movie is terrible get hard i don't know what that is i don't want to know what you that don't is
0: like the lego movie like on principle or uh
1: the lego movie the lego movie itself probably fine haven't seen it since it was new probably fine yeah ideologically Cannot stand it. Cannot abide the Lego movie. Cannot abide all that it stands for. All that it represents in the culture. Uh, Not as bad as the Lego Batman movie. Which I think is abominable. Uh, I know that's not a popular opinion. Get Hard. Get Hard, I don't know that. Daddy's Home. I also don't find Kevin Hart funny, so like, whatever. I don't know what Daddy's Home is, but... Zoolander 2, sure, okay, whatever. Daddy's Home 2, sure, okay, whatever. Holmes and Watson... Oh, another John C. Riley Will Ferrell movie. I'm, those seem to be popular. That,
0: you know, I have thought about doing a Sherlock Holmes like movie like project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would certainly be on it. That's that would... all I can say about that.
1: The Lego Movie 2, <clears throat> the second part, is a 2019 computer animated adventure comedy film. They made a Lego Movie 2 in yeah. 2019, and I've never heard of it. Yeah. Never heard of this.
0: I don't remember it.
1: Wait, did I see this? No, I saw I saw the Lego Batman movie. I saw the Lego Batman movie.
0: I remember the thing about the Lego movie being uh oh look, it's another special guy who meets the cool girl who's way more competent and has been like preparing herself to fill this role and then this this dumb guy shows up and takes that spot from her, which is like a weird specific storytelling like, trope that was very popular at the time. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. It's like, oh, you stumbled into being the chosen one, but here's, like, your your new partner is this girl who's been training from birth to yeah. basically do the same shit, and she's way cooler than you, but she can't be the main character. There
1: was, like, two other movies that came out that year with the same premise, and I'll be goddamned if I remember what they are. I don't remember. Um... And then you've got this... Uh... Spirited. Is it a Christmas thing? Yeah, it's a Christmas thing with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. How how do how you feel about Ryan Reynolds? If I picked a Ryan Reynolds movie out of the hat right now...
0: and I, I, I don't you...
1: have an opinion of Ryan Reynolds. Okay. That's kind of... I think he's Deadpool. He's Deadpool? I think he's like the most... Yeah, he was good in Drive. You know. We're at 50 minutes. I can just call just you,
0: You're going to sync the podcast after that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can't stand you. I love you a lot, actually. It's our wedding anniversary this week. Yeah. Mwah. homosexual. Homosexual. Um, I got nothing. Puss Boots. Very good movie. I have great news about the next episode of this podcast. I have great news about the next episode of this podcast. We've
0: had... Oh, your fan is getting very loud yeah I'm gonna see
1: what I can do about it you
0: your diet is just not quite up to par And my diet as well is lacking. We have a little bit of an irons deficiency right now.
1: We do have an irons deficiency
0: <laughs> and I think our friend Jeremy mm-hmm. is gonna is gonna come through in the next episode. Uh, when we are watching the 2000 film Dungeons and Dragons.
1: I'm supposed to be able to press this button right here Uh and make it so the fan quiets down, set it to a different setting, but I guess it's just not letting me do that. So sorry, everybody, if you can hear the fan on the laptop. You want to do plugs? Yeah, I'm going to give us like a little five seconds of noise removal if we need it. and Then I'll do plugs. So yeah, um... We we will be watching Tensions Dragons 2000 next time, as you just said. Uh, uh, Plugs! You threw to me for plugs. (laughs) Um, You can find me on Twitter at Atumnal underscore coffee. You can find me on co-host at Atumnal. You can go to exportaud.io to support all the podcasts that we do. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends how much you love Export Audio. Tell your friends um, that you should give us a dollar a month. Get Access to a bunch of the shows a week early. On um, five dollars a month, you get bonus episodes of the stuff. Um we appreciate everybody who does support us. We appreciate it a whole lot. Um I've had a very hard few weeks with uh uh work and the money from the Patreon certainly helps me feel less stressed. <laughs> so thank you everybody.
0: Find me on Twitter and co host at Skulldaughter and find stuff I've done at North online.
1: New app! I forgot you got the new app. Yeah, fancy. That's cool. It is cool. Skull Daughter, I like it. Skull Daughter and uh, the second best game dot club. Second best game dot club. I listened to the Half Life episode this week. It was very nice. We're playing Castlevania next. Lords of Shadow. <clears throat> yeah, I, you can't just say Castlevania. People, it's there's a Castlevania. Well, sure, but you people think of a specific Castlevania if you just say Castlevania.
0: That's okay. <laughs> Castlevania is the name of the city in the sequel
1: interesting
0: um, there's a lot of lore about the Lords of Shadow uh, setting
1: um, I had nothing to add to that I was gonna try to yes and you and then I, I just my brain oh no oh no I forgot about this you forgot about the buzz balls Fuck me. Fuck you.
0: <laughs>
1: Were you waiting till the end of the podcast, or did you just remember? I just remembered.
0: <laughs> we have two more buzz balls. We have chalk teas, and we have strawberry Rita. We're going to save chocolate for last. Yeah,
1: I'll save chocolate for last. We've got
0: the strawberry Rita, premium tequila and vodka with natural flavors, certified color, and FD&C yellow number five. Number five.
1: Number, Number five. five. Oh, good. These have gotten up to room temperature. I'm sure now they'll be perfect. They're
0: not room temperature. They're quite cold, actually.
1: Okay. They're reasonably cold. They're colder than room temperature. I expect carbonation from them. and They're, they're just not carbonated. As, they're just not. Huh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it certainly is alcoholic sugar water.
1: It certainly is alcoholic sugar water. It
0: certainly tastes like a spiked Kool Aid.
1: Yeah, I was wanting strawberry refresher from Starbucks, and I got Kool Aid. There's a little bit of lime on the back end. A little bit. A little bit. Of salty this was lime. in the same factory as a lime. There was a. There was a. The thing where you squeeze the back, the outside of the, the lime, f- and that, get the little. The fucked up thing is that I drank my tea, so my mouth has been pretty dry. <laughs> And my water, I, I made a glass of water before the podcast, but I left it in the kitchen half drank. And so now I'm going to drink another sip of this uh, strawberry arita, just so that I don't feel so parched. That's how they get you. How's it hit on the
0: second sip? Better? Question mark? Could I pay you to chug that? Give me a number. Five dollars? <laughs> No. I don't want you to throw up on the podcast is the thing.
1: Yeah. Are you ready for a chuck tease? More like a chug tea. It is so hard to pop those, it looks like. Mm. Shouldn't have smelled <laughs> it. And hey,
0: there's no expiration date on these things, though. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's what you'd <laughs> like to
1: see. <laughs> Ooh! Ooh. I shouldn't have waited for your reaction oh, to take a Oh, goodness gracious. I, I wanted to see... Oh, it's si- real good. It's tasty. <laughs> I wanted to see what you thought before I sipped it, and now I've psyched myself out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, it's like a chai latte. Oh, it's not like a chai <laughs> latte. It's too much like a chai latte, perhaps.
0: Ugh. This is what I imagine that, like, bad chocolate milk tastes like.
1: Why did you drink half of it? You like it? No. Oh, no. That was too much. (laughs) I took a big swig of that. I took a big swig. Oh, God. God. I have work tomorrow. That's
0: fine. I'm going to brush my teeth. That was dreadful. Not that I expected the chocolate to be good. It is kind
1: of like a latte. There no, 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 no! I want my water. Can I get up? Can I go get my water? No, I'm, we have to close up. I'm podcast in agony. First. Not hachi is real. What? Batman, shut up. Uh, we'll see you next time, folks. Bye.
0: <laughs> Do you have any idea what podcast you're on?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Brandon. What's our
0: What's our Shrek sign off for the last time? It's not ogre. Till it's ogre, but now... It's ogre. It's joker. It's so joker. It's It's never been more joker. It's never been more ogre than this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons next time, folks. Look forward to it. Um, I'm looking to get that out next week. Hopefully. Yeah, we don't have Mordor hanging over our heads next week. so um, We
0: do right now, but it's fine. Yeah. You think that King's going to return or not? Probably not. Yeah.
1: I think you're right. I
0: think the Return of the King might refer to Sauron.
1: Yeah, I think Sauron is the king that's going to return. Yeah, or maybe Frodo. I want my water again. Can we end the podcast? <laughs> <So> no. <anyway>. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I have caged you. Now you must
1: podcast you're being, for eternity. You're being too gay on the podcast. Stop it.
0: <laughs> I'm being too gay. <laughs> You're saying
1: I'm being too gay. Meow, 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 meow.
0: That's way more gay than what I did.
1: You hugged me on the podcast.
0: <gasps> oh my god! What is this? Like a network cartoon? Oh,
1: getting <laughs> <in> the vapors. <laughs> I want my water so bad.
0: Then stop the podcast.